Hello, and thank you for listening to the Nothing Sounds Better podcast. I am your host today, Tyler Hannon. With me is my good friend and cohort, Kyle Minton. And joining us again today, Kayla St. Notch. Hey. How, you, how y'all doing? Pretty feeling, good. Feeling good? Grimes. Ready out. to talk about Grimes? Grimes. Grimes came out. Yeah, um, we're talking about Grimes. This is, yeah, have you seen That's the That's how Kyle feels. Yeah. <laughs> I feel grimesy. Uh, <laughs> have you seen like the how how well this album is doing? It's kind of insane, um, like compared to like what Visions did. Not that I care that much about album sales, but just in terms of like where Grimes, uh, like artist, like her, she's gone to a completely different level as where she was performing before, in terms of like awareness. And it's just kind of insane to see this album come out at that point in time. She's like this really strange like half celebrity. I feel like yeah. It's more, the general public probably wouldn't recognize her walking down the street, but she's selling everything out in 10 minutes max. Internet famous. Yes. <laughs> yeah. New what are the famous. actual numbers? I haven't seen those. Well, I, I don't think the numbers have been released yet, but she's like number one on the alternative album chart, which I, I mean, again, I don't really give a shit about album sales, but mm-hmm. for her, like for Art Angels, for a product that like has the album cover that it does uh like just doing so well like she has such such an incredible fan base uh and for her to be performing at this level is like kind of it's great like it's great and it's it's super it's super insane and dominating the internet yeah i think that's yeah more of why we wanted to do this uh hadn't podcasted in forever and then art agents came along and was like i have a lot of thoughts about this that i can't (laughs) properly digest without talking to other human beings about it so yeah, this is why we aren't doing the Adele podcast. Yeah, it's too bad because Damn. we're primarily an internet medium, even though Adele's taking over the not internet world. Two point five million for her, so that's good. Anyway, that is yeah, that's a lot of a lot of albums. Uh, but yeah, Art Angels is her fourth album. Uh, yes, and yeah, so so on the cover. Um, <laughs> yeah, what a great album cover. We're gonna put Incredible that somewhere cover. in the post. Yeah, yeah. So this is her. God, not a return to form, like a return to a completely different form and being and kind of dimension for her after Visions, which was kind of popularly released as uh, like a drug induced uh, sleep, sleep deprived recording across it was like a, three weeks, I think um, it took her to record Visions and then she released that. And that was kind of her breakthrough. And she had two albums before that. I kind of want to get your guys' experience with Grimes previous to Art Angels, kind of get to know like where we're all standing on it before we get into the album. Well, I didn't. I, I'm pretty new to Grimes relative to. I started paying attention with Visions because that's when I first started listening to her, and you know that awesome that also awesome cover. It was everywhere, and I really enjoyed it, but I did not. Uh, kind of fall for it the way I have with this album not because it is any not that's not a on artistic value that's just not it's just wasn't something that clicked with me the same way at the time even though I found it really really good uh and since then I started paying more attention with the singles and the weird things that were happening but the past month or so was when I really started real like kind of appreciating just how great she was and just how kind of important and interesting her story was which are very generic i words to label something with but 
Uh, she her music and her, the is really fascinating, and it does seem kind of important that she is succeeding and on her own terms. So not much, but I quickly am trying to fix how much I have a. What about you, Kayla? Yeah. Um, Words. <laughs> well, okay, so I have a little bit of a different experience than that because I knew about Grimes for a long time before I really got into her music because I have been on Tumblr since 2010, mm-hmm. and if you were on Tumblr any time in, like, 2011, 2012, it was pretty much impossible to not hear about her because uh, that was, like, her haven, basically. Right. So I listened to Halfaxa and... At the time, it wasn't quite my thing because I was still kind of getting into that. Like, I was still kind of getting out of that phase where pop music was dirty and bad to me. So then I actually really started paying attention. I think it was in 2013 when she posted about all of the sexist stuff that she's encountered while working in music. And that was when I actually started to pay attention and was when I actually started to pay attention and realized that she had a lot of the same values as me. So I listened to Visions, and I kind of still have the same problem with it now. I like it a little bit more than I did initially, but I think a lot of the songs on there are really samesy, mm-hmm. and they all kind of blend together a lot. So that was what I really liked more about the new album, which we'll get into, is that every song is, like, new and exciting. So I think for a long time I basically liked the idea of Grimes more than I actually liked her music. Right, yeah. So, yeah. so I, I think it's very interesting you call Halifax a pop album because I had not I had not listened to Halifax. I'd listened to a little Guidey? Guidey? I think it's Guidey. Guidey Grimes, yeah, which I think is based off of Dune. Um, yeah. Herbert Dunes. Uh, and I listened to that a little bit all of the samples on that one are very tinny like she clearly wanted to use real instruments and you know just have a disposal she she was using garage band and it's very obvious on that one uh which is a very interesting uh like lineage to this record which where you know she's not mastered that concept but definitely like used it in a wholly creative way whereas like halfaxa was this weird sort of ambient electro pop um yeah i guess maybe pop isn't the right way to describe it <laughs> but i was mostly listening to like warp tour pop punk in 2011 right so. yeah absolutely yeah completely different um yeah yeah i think i agree with like both of of you guys on visions where like i can recognize it as a super impressive thing but it was just something that i i went to and kind of let flow through me and wasn't very it didn't have much of an impact uh, apart from the singles which grimes i'm sure grimes loves that <laughs> it's, uh, if she's anything she loves her singles um as evident from the recent interviews and so this one kind of came out of left field uh, but I did like Visions enough where when I first heard Art Angels, first heard this new record, and I heard her voice like very clear, very well-defined against like slick production values, I was taken aback a little bit. I'm like, oh, hang on. Is this is this one I wanted from New Grimes? Because I think the journey from Visions to Art Angels is uh, like very important to observe before you go into Art Angels because... A lot of a lot of this record is almost a backlash to the news coverage about her in between that time, uh, or at least some of it is. Uh, you know, it's a it's a very like conscious effort to move away from visions and away from everything that people attributed to her. Well, for me, I feel like if you look at the songs that were released between Visions and Art Angels, like the song with Bleachers, Entropy, and then the Blood Diamonds collab, yeah, that go, was, go, yeah, yeah, they're very different and. 
like you can see the progression a lot more if like if you just go straight from visions to Art angels you're obviously going to be very confused yes but if you listen to those two songs in between it makes a lot more sense i think which I really I don't understand why people didn't like those songs because I think Go is a jam. <laughs> Go, I don't get it. Yeah, Go is a jam, but I don't. Um, so there are a lot of jams on Art Angels, a lot of yes. really muscular pop songs that just unfold in so many different ways. I think Go is kind of singular. It's it's so joyous. Like I really love listening to her just belt on Go. Uh, I really enjoyed it, but I don't think that there was a lot to unravel. Whereas this record. Um, one of the benefits of it is that you could just spend like all day on one song and kind of keep finding new stuff about it um it's kind of it's kind of it feels sort of endless in that way and it's very daunting as a result i love throwing myself into it though i gotta yeah, say no, like no it is. i like i love pop music and so like this that it immediately stood out to me because it's a lot more like recognizably pop music on there, like California for one, like you, that is not too far distant from what you'd call a radio song. I think that's the one that samples a Rihanna song. Pretty sure. Sounds like it. But, but even like some of the others too, um, flesh without blood. And there are a couple songs where it's like, there's really no reason this can't be a smash hit considering some of the songs that have become smash hits. And, I love that. And I also, I love that it's not also not the whole album. I love how there's also, it's like she sacrificed nothing while embracing more of the things she seems to love, which I just find incredible kind of, I, it, do, it does not feel like it's capitulating or trying to take a, a holy capitalistic shot at fame or anything like that. It just feels very true and just a lot of fun (laughs) my favorite thing is how every time because i feel every couple of years this whole is grimes gonna be a pop star thing gets brought up and every time she's just like you guys remember that i do drugs and have anxiety and can't walk in high heels right (laughs) (laughs) like i just really appreciate that she loves pop music and creates interesting pop music without necessarily wanting to be the biggest pop star in the world which there's nothing wrong with that but it can also be a different kind of pop stardom it's just like she when i like what i if i were to say like pop star i would just mean someone who makes incredible pop songs and is who has those songs appreciated by a lot of people not the uh some the trappings that we might associate with being a pop star like Ari- not like ariana grande <laughs> I guess she might be a little different than Ariana Grande. <laughs> Slightly. I think pop, yeah, pop star has so many different forms in 2015, right? And and Grimes is one of the most malleable, popular artists making music today, right? Like she's involved with fashion. She self produces her material. Uh, her brother shoots her music videos. She has direction on like what she wears, on what her album covers look like. Uh, she makes like a very conscious effort to take control as much as possible. Um, I can't remember if it was in the Guardian or the Fader piece I was reading where she like she basically woke up after you know the the drug induced coma that was the visions recording process and started recording our angels and she was being pushed out of recording studios by men and was really unable to have the control that she wanted and she said like you know that's when I realized what I was doing was important and that's a much different 
stardom than say like Lana Del Rey or something, but like no less theatrical. I think like this album in particular is theatrical in a way that like she never has been. Like it starts up with like these really uh, like crisp string work, like building and then launches right into California or no. Yeah. Is it launch right into California? Uh, yeah. 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 It's like, I almost think that this album's weirdness has kind of been oversold. Like it's a bunch of it's a bunch of people who really love pop music coming to an album that's stitched together with weird songs. Like there are excellent pop songs that don't really sound out of place on the radio, but then they're like connected by Scream or Kill versus Mame, which people don't yeah. really have like a vocabulary for in that space. Those are my two favorite songs on the album, and I'm just like, yeah. So it's, it's, that's part of the reason I love that Janelle Monae is on this album because I think there is Janelle Monae has some elements of that too, where she is an incredible pop artist who puts together these really incredible songs, but like they're just weird enough that it throws some people off. Well, like yeah, the thing with Janelle Monae is that she is quote-unquote weird like well she's so actually different. a huge pop star i never realized how famous she actually was oh, until yeah. Oh, yeah. a year into liking her mm. and then so you have this very strange pop or not strange i'm sorry so you have this very real pop sensibility but also her entire career is a giant concept story yeah. about mm-hmm. an android Hell yeah. which is amazing yeah, I, I think that connective tissue in between like these really straightforward pop songs is what makes this album. Like, I kind of wish it was weirder. I kind of wish that there were more songs like Scream. Even though I, when I first listened to Scream, I was like, I don't know about this. I, I don't, I don't know if I can go here. And then I gave it like five more lessons, and I was like, well, this is excellent. And in, in an interview, you know, Grimes was saying like, I like music it makes me feel uncomfortable at first, and that like, and I realized like, yeah, that's absolutely how I feel about music. And so I started approaching Kill vs. Mame or, you know, Scream and going like, wow, okay, there are things to unravel here that I wouldn't normally get out of like, say, the Carly Rae Jepsen album earlier this year, you know? Like, this is a different experience. Um, And I kind of wish it was almost weirder in that way, even though I really like the album. I am very satisfied with it. But like in the Guardian interview, she was saying, like, I'm much more weirder in real life. Like, people have to, people have to force me to be uh, normal and, and, you know to be a bit more straightforward i was like oh i just want you at your weirdest i want i want to hear like (laughs) a concentrated dosage of grimes strange oddities just delivered to my eardrums and i don't know if i'll ever get that because of the level she's performing at yeah i feel the only person i would even start to compare her with would probably be halsey even though halsey is definitely a lot more straightforward in her music but they both have that weird like internet rise to fame but suddenly like halsey just sold out madison square garden in like a week on her debut album which is absurd (laughs) and i don't know i feel like their sensibilities are pretty similar though because halsey's entire album is like a concept album about like a dirty futuristic las vegas style terrible place and when i was listening to art angels that was kind of the first thing i thought of was that all of the songs kind of sounded like they belonged to a place or like that there was an underlying story that we were not privy to if that makes sense that's that's a different take on it than what i got because i feel like every song is a story like a self-contained story and so you get like this weird stitched. It's almost like the book from Seven, like weird, not that dark, obviously, but like weird, like <laughs> stitched together fairy tales 
or uh, like different visions. Like uh, in an interview in Kill versus Mame, it's uh, the story of uh, what's his face from The Godfather being a gen- Al Pacino. Yeah, being an, a gender bending uh, vampire in space. In space, like what? <laughs> It's literally my favorite thing about the entire album is that song and that explanation I'm, for that song. Yeah, <laughs> like she tried to rap in Darth Raki at some point while recording this record. Like it's just, if you were a very cynical person, you would look at Grimes and go like, oh, that like she's being very precious. Like she's being very like on the nose weird. But I, I think that she just makes very elaborate projects contained into individual songs so at, like, at times, I think like one of the only downsides of this record is that it's kind of jarring, uh, which is good. Like it, it, It's jarring in a way that like rips your attention from the pop songs and puts you in a different, more interesting place. But it is like very jarring because each one is so self-contained and so unique, uh, each track. Yeah, that is something that I like about this one a lot more than anything else she's ever released is that like with visions as much as i like it i don't feel like i can just sit down and listen to the whole thing without straying or wanting to do something else but with art angels each song is so different and interesting that it's like even if you try to take your attention away from it the next song starts and you're immediately like pulled back in and it's not through like any artificial hooks or anything it's just through the truth like they, they are just the songs are that good and that well constructed and that irresistible in a way I there, I would say that the the opening of Scream from California is maybe an artificial, uh, hey look at me, uh, but in a good way, not not like a, not like I think this is false and invalid, but like that transition is so, <laughs> is, is it's kind of the first thing you come to in the record, like oh wow this yeah this is Grimes this is not a pop like. <laughs> little masterpiece <laughs> she tried to fool us yeah, but mm, here it is little cutesy california hate song toward pitchfork nope screams here and we're having someone rapping in mandarin quickly yeah God, i love that song have you looked up the translation for the lyrics i have not yet i like it's they're very strange hold on let me pull it up i i will say that like lyrically i have a really hard time i i tend to always have a hard time comprehending lyrics without having something to follow by but here just her voice goes in so many different pitches and strange like alterations that i have a hard time following her but gotta pull up genius to yeah yeah just pull up, up some rap genius and go like hmm. i feel like this one is a lot easier than the other ones because like yeah i definitely on all of her other songs i had to look up what she was saying and that's what i like about this too is i think she has a, a great voice she does and it's it's nice to be able to actually hear it and to see her like embrace that side of her own musicianship. Oh yeah, like <laughs> I, I think, I, not to say that like the lyrics are invalid or that they weren't worth anything on Visions, but you could go you can go through that entire record. I think not. I don't I don't know many of the lyrics from Visions, and I like that album. You know, it's I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think that's the strongest part, but this one definitely like there are there are meanings in different corners to uncover lyrically that like is important to pay attention to. Yeah, I, I feel like it's probably a good thing that, yeah, okay, so like I said, I looked up the lyrics to this, and like the second verse is, I planned to record your scream as you reached orgasm, but then realized that I've pressed the wrong button, mm-hmm. the moment has been lost, irretrievable. Like, that's how it starts out, and I'm just trying to imagine somebody singing that in English and then putting it on an album, <laughs> and just, I don't know, I not that there's like... 
they're very interesting lyrics and that song in particular makes me feel like i could probably rip someone's heart out literally (laughs) so is it only aristo is it aristo frank frank aristophanes Aristophanes? okay yes yeah uh, is it only her doing the rapping throughout the entire? Uh, Grimes isn't. She's the only one doing yep. the rapping. Okay. Grimes just does the screaming. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, but like the whole the whole pre album release where Grimes is like, I tried rapping in Darth Ray. I was like, is Grimes just like m- blending like a different fictional language with Mandarin at some point on here? Like my dumb white ears would not understand. Oh my god, I'm such an idiot. Point. When like, I first heard it, I thought it was French, and then I looked it up <laughs> no, and was like, "No, nope, I'm stupid. <laughs> Never mind." Our uncultured white ears just <laughs> hanging out. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I would she's, like to apologize. She's great, though. Apparently, she's going to open for Grimes um, when when Grimes uh, tours in Japan. She so. has so many interesting, different proteges. I feel like because the girl that's opening for her right now on the U.S. tour, uh, Nicole Dollinganger, is pretty much a straight up acoustic act really wow yeah it's like all she has like a baby angel voice but all of her songs are about getting like raped and murdered it's wow really jarring and unsettling i've listened to the album a few times and i can't decide if i like it because it makes me feel dirty and uncomfortable There's such a disconnect to it. yeah it's... yeah so i don't know but it's funny to me because I guess Grimes found her. She was recording demos in her bedroom because I, if I remember correctly, she had some sort of illness and she couldn't leave her bedroom for a really long time. So she just started writing music about like her fascination with death, which makes sense. Yeah. If you look at the lyrics and um, I guess Grimes happened to stumble upon this and just like brought her out of oblivion and recorded her album with her. And now they're on tour together. Is that now what happened with Aristophanes? Cause it, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so yeah. like, it's so weird. Cause they're so different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think if, if it's great that Grimes is using her platform to then bring people who she finds interesting, right? Like mm-hmm. that, that seemed to be her goal of, you know, when she signed to, she didn't sign to Rock Nation. Rock Nation is her, Jay-Z's Rock Nation, I think, is her management. And she's still signed to 4AD. Um, That's correct, yeah. Yeah. And, but but she said one of the reasons that she did that is that so she could have greater control, like a different management team, where she could handpick most of the people uh, that were doing that. Um, and she also mentioned that the Lost album, and I, I kind of want to get into the space between Visions and Art Angels, because I think... I was hesitant to just jump into Art Angels. I was kind of not tired of Grimes, but I like there was a lot of media exposure about her, which is not her fault at all. Um, and I think, you know, is obviously covered on this record through California and through some other songs. That there were just so many different blog entries uh, that were then produced as news that there was kind of just a. Uh, a deluge of information about what Grimes was thinking and doing on her own terms. Like if she was learning a new instrument or if she was recording, like, you know, some tiny little part that was all documented and reproduced. Like, did you ever in the time in between, like probably more so for Tyler since you didn't really dig visions, Kayla, but like, uh, you know, did you ever feel like you were tired of hearing about Grimes or did you ever feel guilty for like reading up on all that stuff because of how much she rejected being covered in that way? I mean, a lot of that, I, I brush over a lot of the news that's that kind of thing when it involves, um, I don't know, like people doing stuff in studios or anything like that. Like I just find find that a lot of it is uh, presumption or prognostication or just straight up just rumors. Um, And that can be really fun, but 
I find a lot of it can just be misleading or even damaging in many ways. Um, like I'm a very small level, like Modest Mouse used to be one of my favorite bands. And there was a big deal. Like at one point in that seven year break where they didn't release an album about how they were recording with big boy, all that stuff. And that ended up being like nothing like that. Like not mattering at all. And that's just a bigger example of this thing where I'm like, I don't like, it could be literally anything like some of these rumors about them hanging with people. Like I don't understand how like little hints can be sometimes be huge things, but sometimes a tweet is just a tweet or a blog entry is just a blog entry or someone's just like doodling with the ukulele in the, in the studio. And it doesn't mean a damn thing. Like, I so hate that I, kind like of music all journalism. that. Yeah, yeah. Like all that kind of stuff. I'm kind of t- like, so not even just like specifically Grimes, but like that stuff and mass is just not very interesting to me. So, yeah, yeah, that somebody, somebody tweeting is not like a news update, which is what no. I hate. It's like that's how I feel. Alternative Press does ninety percent of their articles on their website. A lot of websites. This do, band tweeted. Check it out. That's the twenty-four. Yeah, twenty-four-seven news cycle for music. Uh, I think I so I paid attention to that stuff, and I think only because I didn't want to engage with Tumblr at all. But I really liked following Grimes on Tumblr. So having like a weird personal service of like, what's the important stuff on Grimes Tumblr was fun for me because I really valued following her, but didn't want to engage with Tumblr. Not because I have, I don't care. I have no problems with Tumblr community. I just said it wasn't something I wanted to keep up with. Uh, and so I would go like, oh, it's great that she's made this post about feminism and stuff. And then she, but then she rejected that. And so like, I was like, ah, oh, shit, like I'm contributing. I'm looking through this stuff, <laughs> but I would have read through it anyway, had I just been following her. See, I kind of enjoy – so there's a certain feature uh, that just reminds me of that of uh, Twitter that Kayla, Kayla's like, I'm not a fan of this. I'm like, I actually kind of like it. It's like the highlights thing or like if a number of people you are friends with like or retweet or are interested in a certain thing, it'll give you a heads up. And based on how you cultivate the people you follow and all that – that can bring up some really interesting things where it's like, I do not, whatever that thing is, I don't want to like follow that every day. I don't need that in my life every day, but it's a nice way of highlighting these things that are important to me. I'm glad to have in my life. And it sounds like the way you engage with Grimes in the media was kind of like that. Yeah. I guess I'm just bad at social media. That's really, this is the extent (laughs) of this conversation. did want to touch on earlier i thought it was interesting that you brought up how a lot of people are very dismissive of her weirdness or would say that it's cutesy or something like that and i guess i just wonder there are so many like weird male artists that it's so annoying to me that the minute a female artist tries to do something off the wall or be a little bit different. Everybody's like, oh my God, that's so precious. Look at her trying so hard. Like, would we ever say that Kanye West is trying so hard with I, his art? I would definitely say that Kanye West tries a l- very hard with his okay, art. Maybe, maybe that's a bad example <laughs> like, now that I'm thinking about so it. so hard. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think I wish that people had a better way of expressing that they just don't like an aesthetic in a way that wasn't like damning in terms of gender or in terms of uh like it's just a choice you know if you don't like her aesthetic that is one thing you know you you cannot like the art that she produces and that's fine but to like dismiss it and go like that sounds too cutesy or you know that sounds like oh she's so like oh look at her trying to be weird you know like rather than just going like 
I don't, I don't really care for that aesthetic, but I respect that you do it. Like, that seems like a much more reasonable way to disagree with Grimes than going like than going, you know, a potentially more dangerous route. Right. I read a really interesting article. Also, I uh, I cannot remember the name of the author now. Do you remember where it was? I'm gonna look it up really quick. Sorry, you can cut this out. We'll start over. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. While, while you're doing that, like, so for the Guardian review, I was, you know, I was doing a quick look up online, like how people received it, critically speaking. And like Guardian was the kind of the only negative review, and then it was just saying like it didn't, you know, it hasn't reinvented pop, which is a ridiculous statement. Uh, but like you know, <laughs> it kind of sidetracked it a little bit, which I thought was fair. You know, they're not they're not dismissing her as you know the manic pixie dream girl of music or any bullshit. Like they're not making some audacious claim. They're just saying like you know, it's not as revolutionary as people might say. And I think like earlier when I said that I wish it was weirder. You know, I kind of I kind of feel along the same lines. I love the album. I think it's like from what I've been experiencing, I think it's really good. But like I get that. You know, so I'm glad that. I haven't seen a critique yet that's made me made my skin crawl other than Will Butler's. <laughs> I feel like Grimes is such a polarizing artist. Like people feel like they either have they feel like they have to love her. The Church of Grimes. Or they hate or they have to hate her. And that was I read this really interesting article. It was by Caitlin White on Brooklyn magazine and it was called Grimes and the Art of Internalized Misogyny. Mm-hmm. And it was basically about her having to come to terms with the fact that she likes the new album, even though she had like previously basically just decided that she hated Grimes because she was annoyed with her and her aesthetic Mm -hmm. and then like examining the reasons why she didn't like her and if it was just like do I hate this woman because she's just a successful woman who's doing something slightly off kilter do I genuinely dislike her art and she talks about how she was really disappointed when she realized how much she liked art angels and that examining those complicated feelings about why she disliked her was very important to that and so that's why i feel like that church of grimes deal or like how people feel like they have to not say anything bad about her or that they have to completely hate her comes from that kind of same place where it's like mm, sorry i lost my train of thought <laughs> no i yeah I, yeah i think it's totally just you know if you don't like her aesthetic you don't like what sound she's going for then that's fine you know just leave it at that leave it at that you know don't go too far into the territory where you end up you're on talk house and you look like a complete idiot and you're making, you know, ridiculous accusations It's or, you know, judgment calls that you probably shouldn't make. It's, I think, I think it's a good record that's a little weird and, uh, and is doing like it. And is, I think what's more interesting about Art Angels is kind of what, what Claire Boucher, not, the persona of Grimes, but what she's having to do behind the scenes to get that out and produce her own art. I think like to me that was researching for this podcast is, you know, I had, I hadn't read up on everything that the press tour that she was doing for this record and, and reading up on all that was like, Oh Jesus, like what she had to do to get into the, you know, to the studios, to get people to take her seriously, the kind of like physical trauma she put herself under for, for visions and then making the adult decision to go like, no, I can't do that again. I'm not going to just produce another sad record. I'm going to do something that represents me is like an admirable thing. And I don't know how anyone can take issue with any of the things that she actually says, you know, I can understand not agreeing with the music maybe, but like the, you know, the, the delivery mechanism and the things that she had endured to get this, you know, I don't know how you could view it as anything less than like super positive. No, yeah, she's an amazing person, and I think that she's a really good example of using 
her platform to try and like call out that kind of behavior that she faced while trying to get this album out because for me i can't imagine she's one of the most sought after writers and producers so i guess not by rihanna Mm. (laughs) not by rihanna yes but like i couldn't imagine going up to someone who is so well known and so acclaimed and trying to tell them that i could do their job better than them like just the fact that somebody thought that that was a good idea to say to her i cannot fathom yeah i think that's it is so revealing like how disconnected those parts or not maybe not disconnected maybe just indicative of like larger problems in society like that that those those parts of the music industry still have and it almost makes me wonder she's so independent in so many different ways like i wouldn't i would never want to deny her success or anything i would never want like hey why why even sign a record label because i think it's stupid i think artists are allowed to do whatever they want to do to find you know success but i almost wonder like i would love to see a grimes uh art like music label i would love to know who she would sign i would love to see her like she said Grimes Collective. I was yeah. like, she started a collective, didn't she? I she may have, but like she's you know she signed to Four AD and you know she's she's signed to Jay Z's management. I, I would love for her to be able to reach a point in fame, and I'm sure she would you know in an ideal world would love this too. Like get to a point where she wouldn't have to have like a male mixer. You know she mentions that she doesn't know a female mixer. Like would it be possible for her to make like you know a company where that could happen? You know, like if she finds great success with this record, like is her next record going to be produced by like an all uh, an, an all woman like recording process team? I'd love that. I would like and, you know, if she was able to do that, that would be incredible. I hope that like I hope that the success of this record allows her dreams for what she would like out of the music industry to come true. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if that's possible. I think that as we shift as a society the music industry will have to follow <laughs> unfortunately like they're drag usually, it with us they're yeah. usually the last people to adapt i will be the first to say that yeah. um cds at walmart yes <laughs> but i i would like to think that someone with that level of notoriety and that level of talent would be able to usher in that kind of age where it's like hey it's okay for you know not men to do things yeah in the music industry that... we could just God, <laughs> i know wouldn't that be Crazy. fucking incredible just have an entire record label run the way that she wants to run it a like that would be the most fashionable record label like it would look like space constantly. I'm just, I love it. Like purple. I would sell my soul to work at that. Yeah, you know, I would chop off my arm. It's not even like, yeah. not even a question. And just like the kind of talent that wouldn't sound like her. Like she proved with the record, the, you know, the, the talent that she's, she's uh, recruited for this record to not sound anything like her. You know, Janelle Monet might be in like sort of the same sphere, but she doesn't make music like Rhymes makes music, you know, oh, like no. it's, and it's great that she's got a rapper from a completely different, like, we can't even understand the language that's coming out of that. Like, that's fantastic. That didn't have to happen. So, like, to have a space where she could just, rec- like, recruit at will and, like, get talent that no one would have recognized or thought of because she does take influences from so many different places would be wonderful. That's my, that's my Grimes fantasy of, like, after this <laughs> record, like, that happens somehow. Well, I think it's really important to remember, too, as, like, for women or you know people who aren't men in the music industry that a lot of change in that direction has to be fostered by us supporting each other yeah and it has to be brought about by like working together and refusing to tear each other down and i think that's a really good thing about grimes is that she is 
such like if you read through her twitter or tumblr she is such a positive person and is always encouraging her fans and like thanking them and just so grateful and so kind and so wonderful to all the people around her and that's really the way to do that and i think we could all learn from that example yeah it's even more admirable considering she doesn't seem to have handled that fame like well at first so she didn't really know what to do with it yeah and for her to still maintain like I feel like you see so many people who just kind of buckle under that and then kind of reject it in general or, you know, or even turn nasty towards fans in general, like to to turn it around and still be a positive force and still be, you know, super welcoming to people. Like she got us like she's telling this story in one of the interviews, like she just got assaulted by some random guy in the dressing room. And like that happens like quasi recently. And she has to have bodyguards at shows and like to still have the optimism to put your put herself out there and still talk to strangers about her material. I mean, I'm sure like. I'm sure to an extent, like every female musician has to endure that, but particularly. Hot. Well, I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't detract from, like, that is the problem. It doesn't yeah. detract from her experience. It makes it all the more poignant, right. I think, because yeah. I don't, being a woman in the music industry sucks. <laughs> it's hard yeah. regardless, like every level that you, you could be the most, you literally can be the most powerful woman in the music industry, say Taylor Swift and some asshole radio DJ will still grope you and then try to say that he didn't do it. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, so, so for her to remain that positive and still still want to put herself out there and still want to, yeah, still want to talk to all her fans, like, damn. Like, I just, great. Art Angels is great. Grimes is great. It's been, it's been, it's, <laughs> we worship at the Church of Grimes. Been, yeah, <laughs> good. You know, like, I, I, think, I think I have a reasonable, like, favorable attitude toward Grimes. Like, Art Angels isn't my favorite record of this year, but it's definitely, like, I didn't expect it to be this good, like, completely honest. It's honestly. definitely up there. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like, the more I listen to it, it's just going to take time, you know? It's one of those, like, if it's if there's an album you're going to purchase, like a pop album you're going to purchase, and you want to spend a lot of time mm-hmm. with it, I'm going to suggest Our Angels, because you got, it's got some oomph to it. Uh, yeah, it, it's, I didn't expect it to feel so personal for me, even, but, like, I just, like, every bit of it just feels so, I, I, I just love it, and I'm a big fan of it, and it's, not even just in the way with many records where I'm like, I appreciate this is a really good record, but like, I don't engage with it as much. Like this is an album that has found its way to my heart almost. And I like, I feel passionately about the album. Though I still really hope, and she has said in the interview that she's going to do this, that she releases the scrapped record. The one that was filled with a bit more sad songs. Cause if I do have to, I do swing towards sad songs most of the time. So if I could get an extra album one day from Grimes on top of this, like, super poppy super happy one or super angry one in certain cases like that would be d- double the grimes i'm not going to complain not gonna... right <laughs> i mean drake has released two things this year and uh, neither is officially an album it's the grimes mixtape yeah yeah he's, i feel like he just brought me down from mentioning drake i don't know it's <laughs> damn it tyler yeah. i'm sorry he's just that. like that's an example of, of it's the only other canadian person. artist you could think of it was a person released multiple things this year, and none of them are like considered an album. This is a like hot an official release. podcast. This is Will Butler. This is <laughs> we're big fans of one third yeah, of the be... Canadians we brought up on this podcast. <laughs> Quick, someone name a cool Canadian. All right, uh... I think that'll that'll call it for our Angels podcast. Um, <laughs> yes. Thank you guys for. I'm sorry for how I ended it. No, no. Thank you guys for joining us uh, and check out Art Angels. I guess. Thank you.